today. It's Monday morning. Welcome to the Mailbags Sin City pod review of Randwick Kensington's meeting there from Saturday. Mark Roden, Rob Scorry are here to help review the meeting. Uh, Rob, I'll start with yourself. What do you think of Kenzo on the weekend? We don't often get Kenzo Saturday meetings, but it seemed to give most horses their chance, didn't it? I thought so too. I was still looking for a, a bias, you know, race six, race seven, and I, and I couldn't really, really spot one. Um, pleased to be racing there, you know, like who knows what Randwick heavy would have, what, what, let's call it Randwick heavy, because um, it would have been heavy. <laughs> and, you know, we're running on close to a good track, I reckon. Well, I'm not sure what the punning form times suggest it was, but um, I've got a feeling that most horses, you know, would would have enjoyed it. Yeah, a bit of a mixed bag, but uh, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, Mark Roden, for yourself, how did you feel the, the Saturday meeting at Kenzo went? Yeah, I, I quite like Kenzo. Um, I, I thought it played sort of as I expected. It, the Westerly wins a tricky one. It's pretty rare at Randwick. There was one on um, day two of the championships on the course proper. But on the Kenzo, there hadn't been one since last September, and it was only for a few races too. So it was a bit tricky, but it was... As kind of as I suspected, a bit up the inside early and down the middle late, which is a bit of a Kenzo standard trick anyway. Um, so it didn't play too many tricks, I thought, and um, yeah, happy to be there as well. Okay. Well, we're going to review races one, four, five, six, and nine. Uh, we'll start with race one, which was a two year old event. Uh, they've gone fast for the two year olds here 2.8 lengths fast for the class to the 600, and uh, thank God that uh, Rachel King managed to get McCrew to stick its head out late because um, it was obviously heavily supported, price almost halved. But Wild Ruler, which was completely unwanted, but if you went off its figures that it ran in its only start and if you went off what you saw on the trials, it certainly wasn't uh, the price that was being offered late. Um, Rob, I'll start with yourself. Two-year-olds, do you remember seeing anything of Wild Ruler previously? Yeah, I, I saw it at its, its only win. Um these, you know, these Snowden, Snowden's got me a bit grayed up at the moment. Mm. They all, half of them seem to be, you know, numbers, these expensive China Horse Club horses. But, uh, and you're graying me up too with your buddy tens <laughs> into fives. Like, <laughs> I, I, I've missed the price. So I've, I've sent out Wild Ruler out on top because the horse just looked, you know, perfect. You know, it's like half a run short, you know, improvement to come, relaxed, strong, good type. I'm just watching it drift, 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 and I'm like, oh, I could, I could play devils and just, just you know, take on Pete here at the silly yeah. price, but I didn't. Um, I backed them both actually, so it was, it was a pretty nice watch for me in the end because it was either one or the other. But your your one looked like a not my kind of horse. Like I saw it on the tally, it just looked you know sharp, ready, or you know ready, just looked keen, ready to go. But it kind of a small, neat sprinter type. Um, you know, I prefer something a bit more masculine, a bit more powerful. But um, yeah, obviously, obviously, uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, give me the. Anyway, um, yeah, he's just a just a little little doer, Macrura, um, and tens into five. Doff my cap again, mate. Well done. Only starter for the Ma Eustace team on the day. They're still doing well across uh, across the country. Mark, did you have any interest in the two year olds? No, it's not really. It wasn't really my kind of race, but. Um... I'll just join the congratulations. Very, very good find. It, it's figure at Kemble was certainly up to this. I thought, you know, um, I, I sort of half did the race, but I wasn't going to bet. But, um, yeah, by the time I got around to it, you, you and your mob had nuked the price, and uh, that was the end of that. Yeah. But, um, I, it just, at a preliminary look this morning, it looks to have run up to that Kemble figure, and 
Wild Rule has gone similar to what he did first up, I think, as well. So maybe better. Um, a, a reasonable winter two-year-old form, I reckon, so I'd suspect. Yeah, I thought there was yeah. a couple there in that field as well that um, didn't necessarily fire a shot, but I thought there might be a couple of them that you could follow going in towards the three-year-old year. Uh, Sansi looks a masculine type of filly, my kind of girl. She's, she's slowly away and got home nicely, so mm. similar grade, maybe back to a Wednesday or to Provincials, should be winning. Yep, yep, I would agree with that. Uh, race four on the card was over 1,000 metres. They've gone very fast here for the class, 5.1 lengths fast to the 600, and Fatus uh, has basically sat three wide the trip and just too strong late, uh, just pissing in by 2.8 lengths. Uh, Rob, for yourself, I'll start with you. Uh, your thoughts on Fatus? Oh, look, I sent out the exactor here, and uh, we didn't play. It's a bit, bit, bit <laughs> gutting. Like, um, Fatus, uh, I saw it at a Canterbury night meeting, and, and it pissed in that day. And then I followed it to um, Gosford, and had a, and it like was just hemorrhaged, as Dicko would say, in price. It was like sevens into like 280 and didn't really fire at shots. But in my mind, I, I had this down as a good horse. And again, like a bit like Dawn Dawn Passage last week, I was just like, how can I back this horse um, with this map? Um, but, you know, sadly, I got my price of 280 in, in this sort of field. So it was a missed opportunity. So I think the second horse is, is barely a Saturday horse and everything else is, you know, Wednesday horses at best. Um, so we've got a, a good horse running against pretty much walkers. And, um, you know, it'll go up in grade and probably down in price and miss my chance. Mm-hmm. Mark, for yourself, did you play at all in race four? No, similar reasons too. I, I, I loved Patuza's, uh, Patuza's last trial in particular, and similar to Rob, thought she was the only horse with any real, with any real pretensions to winning better races than this in the field. But I couldn't get my head around that map, and especially after I'd seen the first three races where it was looking up the inside, and I thought, well, there's no, she's not going to be anywhere near the fence. Um, but it just didn't matter. She just two classes above them. You know, it looks like the place getters like La Cosmo and Witherspoon and these horses have gone to about their figure and she's just set three wide and brained them by three lengths. So, you know, she's, um, she's pretty good. I think she, you know, there might be a, um, a handicap group mares race for her in the spring, you know, down in the weights, something like that. She's, Probably up to a class like that, I'd say. Yeah, certainly off the figures, the overall figures recorded on punting form, second best performance of the day. So uh, certainly that figure would be good enough, as you said, in, in one of those uh, handicap races coming up. Uh, race five was the best performance of the day in terms of dirty work. Uh, for the class, they've gone very fast here once more, 7.1 lengths fast to the 600. But dirty work's recorded the best overall figure on the card, winning by 2.3 lengths. It was uh, one of Hugh Bowman's many wins on the day. Um, GC just had a day out, just killed them, really, for the most part. He just seemed like his timing was really on. Uh, Mark, for yourself, I'll start with you. Race five on the card over the 1,100. Any interest leading up into the race? Yeah, I backed, uh, well, I backed Dirty Work, which, so I've won. I've had a nice result, but I sort of left some money on the table because I, I, I thought, um, what's her name, uh, Kyle Easton trialed actually pretty well, and... She's got some good figures on her day, but um, I should have thought more about the map. There was a ton of speed in the race. She was going to uh, be pressured and set it up for a runner-on like um, Dirty Work. And you could actually see by the betting moves, there was no money at all for Kyle East. The market was right there. Um, I, I assume that was map-driven. But they were backing a lot of horses like November Man as well as Dirty Work. Um, even Sheriff, I think, was well-backed. 
um, horses like that that were going to be uh, suited by the hot early speed. And uh, uh, the right one won, fortunately for me. Um, but, yeah, I, it, it should have been one bit only race for me, dirty work, not a waste of your money on Kylie's, I think. Rob, for yourself, uh, race five, was it November Man, each way? Play each way. Me? Yeah, it's run fourth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah, just... just... Old Isa Rich, he's such a he's such a tough horse. Just wouldn't let him out. Just just batting away at the same speed, you know. Nash has got a lap full, and um, he didn't really get out to the last two hundred. He had about six lengths to to make up to the third horse, and I thought he's never going to get there, and he didn't. But you know, another fifty meters, he would have run a hole. Um, but yeah, I was on at twelve bucks. I'm a bit dirty here, a bit like my I, I um I had a a good. I backed satin socks on the Kenzo and then just laid, I thought, well, Dirty Works, the Kenzo winner. It's a good yeah. type of horse, um, you know, I, I that day. So I, so I had a little win on him on the Wednesday, but I, th- I just thought maybe he's just one of these, like, pretty boys. This is total graying myself up here. <laughs> like, he's a horse that doesn't – he doesn't try, you know. He, um, he's, 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 he's all show, no go a bit. So I got into my head that maybe we'll just go something with, with you know, I, th- I think uh, – November man's had about nine starts on the Kins though now for seven placings. Yeah. <laughs> so you never and just like Mark, I'm 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 like I like this Kai Lee as 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 a Saturday horse, but it's, I don't think it's gonna be suited here with Cardiff uh, and other speed in the race. So um, you know, I went looking for something, you know, at, you know, a double figure price and found it and ran well. But um yeah, dirty work good horse is similar to, to November man got great Kenzo form you know a bit like Mooney Valley Kenzo some horses yeah. just find an extra couple of lengths on it totally agree with that just a couple of points there um yes I was just going to say exactly that Kenzo is very much a specialist track so if you can find one with a good record there or a liking for it stick with them and I think you've been a bit hard on Dirty Works character there I thought I backed him in that Wednesday race as well and he was, I thought he hung pretty tough he was, if, if he had a weakness you know a, a mental weakness he, he had every opportunity to turn it up there and he toughed it out pretty well I thought I mean he's obviously gone a lot better than that on Saturday but um I thought that was a tough enough win on the Wednesday yeah it was and, and look Satin Socks has come out and win on Boring Farm on on the weekend at eight dollars ten dollars that was sweet um so you know I followed my money there so it, it should have been a two 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 horse play for me but, um, yeah, November, man, I think I got sucked in by his. I thought, you know, this has got an 80% strike rate place. How can it miss? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it runs fourth. You go. We're, getting, we're getting three bucks in its run place 80% of the time. This is a great bet. <laughs> anyway. It was still a great bet. It just didn't win. Didn't collect. But, did, yeah, it did, didn't collect. Uh, yeah. It, look, I, I was proven right. 12 into eights. And, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're moving on to a good horse. Like, I got great up again here, sent out the Cornella, but we'll, we'll talk about the punting from data and all that. Race six, 1300, Phillies and Mares, benchmark 78. They've gone very slow here. 4.7 lengths slow to the 600, and Rocket Clock has settled last and just reeled off a really strong last 400. 400 to 200, 200 to, to the finishing post, both strong splits, clearly better than... The rest of the field, so taken, tried to go with it from the 400 to the 200 and managed to do so, but then really failed to finish off over the last 200. As you said, Rob, really impressive splits from Rocker Clock. Um, they announced the fact that it would be going back pre-race, and uh, yeah, it really didn't matter. It probably could have led this field no matter what and still brained them. But uh, your thoughts on Rocker Clock, Rob? John O'Shea is a trainer that I like early in his prep. 
Um, and this horse just looked like it was like half, I think I sent it out second. I think so taken, which I described as either perfect waller or at top waller. Not yeah. sure, but luckily it'll run very well. But this is a horse that's you know it's been haunting me for years. I've, I've found it in higher class, and um, it's it's never sort of done it. So I was kind of, even though we we're getting out to a nice price here, six dollars. I was loath to back it. Um, and Rock O'Clock just looks slightly underdone. I, I think I said something like maybe next start. Um, so I think you know it's, it's possibly going to be the horse to follow out of the meeting that and for choose but um you know don't want to jump the gun um great performance huey perfect timing um yeah what, what, what can you say a whole lot of numbers behind it mark was this a race that you had any interest in uh yep yep total unmitigated balls up it was too i um Wrongest, I've got a race in 2020 so far. Um, still got another seven months to fix that, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I was very against Rock O'Clock. I, um, I did a preview on Friday for Champion Bet, said this is, you know, my lay of the day. I, I thought she'd trialled awful before her first up run. I know she was fired out of the gates and over race that day, but she just gave nothing in the straight. I thought this – I was thinking she hasn't come up. So I bet fairly solidly into uh, So Taken and um, Sakura. Yep. Uh, and I thought it about the 350. Oh, one of these two is going to win. One of them. Oh, no. Hang on. What's this in the yellow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was um, a pretty uncomfortable uh, last furlong to watch. Um, good news is the remote didn't get thrown into the wall. I haven't broken a remote for about three years now, and I've maintained that record, so I'm pretty proud of myself on that front. But uh, that's the only thing I'm proud of with, uh, to do with this race. Totally wrong. Uh, will you be following it's- Rocket Clock going to its next start? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it just makes you feel sick a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Just hear the name and you just throw up yeah, a little just, bit in yeah. your mouth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, but that's that's the game, mate. You know, you don't have to be right. It's, it's better to be completely wrong, you know, every every now and then than to be yeah. nearly right all the time. That's true. And I, I just wish, I mean, Rocket Clock, she found her best could win and she has. She's raced really well, actually. I just wish so taken and secure didn't run second and third. That would have been better. <laughs> oh, mate, to be to be honest, I was on them too. Like I, yeah. I've sent out the trifecta here, and I've yeah. lost kind of badly on the race because I've I've um I've, I thought oh Secura's got the nice spot for Rachel King there. Oh, just yeah. travelling, just 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 in behind him, I, I, which I didn't back pre-race. And then, um, yeah, I thought, oh, so taken, just settled just in front of Rock O'Clock here. Ah, yeah, it's, it's got a good, 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 good trail into the race. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of end up doing my balls despite sending out the trifecta, which paid well. It was like $90 and there's nothing else in the race. So Yeah, you know, yeah. <sighs> easy now, isn't it? <laughs> very easy, you know. Just just put your $100 Blanc box. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's a big win, but, you know. Sounding like an absolute degenerate. Can we move on? Yeah, we can. We'll go to the last race nine, 1550, another benchmark 78. Uh, wild about her for, for Bossy. Um, just lobbed it in the perfect spot and managed to just grind over the top of Juventus there with Bowman going for you know, how many did he ride on the card? Five. Five. He was going for, this yeah. would have sucked a few people in. He was going for six and he was mm. on saddlecloth number six. <laughs> It's a, it's a Would have got a few pub pub tab betters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck to him at the moment. Um, look, they've gone very, very slow here for the class. 9.7 lengths slow to the 600. Um, Commander's really just walked them along. Rob, 
that was wow. your play in the race, wasn't it? And uh... yeah, a little bit each way, Commander. Um, and you know, at the at the on the bend, I'm very happy with myself mm. as the horse, horse trades about three dollars fifty when I'm on it like forties. So yeah, um, and then it just gave up. So it had every conceivable chance. Great ride, John Van Overmeer. Um, then this California Salter, another you know Snowden Cat, likely yep. back to a Wednesday for it. Um, yeah, wild about her. It's the second winner in a week for the damn, the good old horse. Um, forget her name, the Singleton, one at one and Oaks. Tuesday, Joy. No, once for no, a while. No, that was that was that was oh, last year. Yeah, that was yeah, last yeah. week. Tuesday, Joy was yeah. Thanks for bringing that up again. That was um, <laughs> uh, with that good that good filly who should be winning this week in the uh, Scone Dark Jewel. Um, we will remember her name shortly. Miss but, Tuesday, yeah, Na- Nash. Yeah, Girl Tuesday. Oh, that's the one. Um, yeah, Nash on a back marker again. You just just prefer him leading a one out one back again. November man, Girl Tuesday. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Mark, you had a good result here on Wild About Her as well. So uh, just just explain your thought process going into the race and why you liked uh, Wild About Her. Yeah, it was the only bet I had in the race, and I believe you had a good result too. Yeah, yeah, I found a couple of things I liked out of its first up run, and it recorded a good figure second up last prep and bossy on board. There was a few little ticks there in a race where it looked pretty open. I mean, you mentioned word for yes. word last week, and or maybe yeah. the week before, last start certainly, and um, luckily it didn't fire a shot here. But uh, anyway, you go for it. What was uh, what was your thought process? Yeah, I just thought um, well, she, had a, she did it, certainly did enough first up. Um, that wasn't much of a race, but she was carrying 60 and a half. And I, I like the way she closed off fine. She was down to 53 and a half here for Bossy. And she had a, she actually had a pretty solid bank of ratings in her previous preps, um, which would have made her competitive in this. And um, and the uh, distance increase up to 1550 was ideal second up. So, you know, and yeah, word for word was one of them. Um, Juventus, I suppose he was a deserving favourite, the last uh, winner on the Kenzo, but there wasn't great deal in it apart from that there was a it was a pretty wednesday sort of field and uh, yeah it was just a price issue right? yeah and in the end it was a, a pretty decent price it did shorten earlier in the day but certainly drifted back out and was yeah, quite, quite 15 like um, yeah exactly it was an easy watch too because it, it just trucked into the race around the turn and i thought this is home isn't it and then yeah luckily it held on yep um all right well i'll ask you for a, a horse to follow from you both, Rob, for yourself, uh, your horses or horse to follow? Well, the two winners, sadly, uh, for choose Rock O'Clock and maybe that filly in the first race. I think Sansi can go somewhere and, you know, if you can forgive a horse that's slowly away, then, you know, that should go go well somewhere. Okay. Mark Roden, for yourself, do you have a horse to follow? Um, uh, for twos, pretty obvious. Um, I think uh, I might have identified another Kenzo special, specialist here, Hilo. Um, three wide all the way on Saturday, narrowly beaten. Uh, that race looks to have rated pretty well as well, although I think the stalls might have been in the wrong spot. The time just seemed too fast. Um, <laughs> the, but, yeah, I mean, his, his first up run on the Kenzo was excellent as well, so um, I don't imagine it'll be any sensational price, but uh, he might be another one of those Kenzo specialists. All right, very good. Mark Roden, for yourself, the week ahead for Winning Edge Investments and Champion Bets is looking like? Uh, pretty solid. It's uh, Hawkesbury uh, tomorrow, Canterbury, good old Canterbury, one-lane highway Wednesday, Kembla Thursday. 
And I thought, uh, uh, it's going next week, isn't it? Yeah, so. Is that Bruce Hill? Yep, solid enough Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday before the weekend. Right. Is Scone um, at Rose Hill this week? The, the Friday next week, it's next week, and the Friday's at Scone and the Saturday's at Randwich. Okay. No, so Rose, Hill, so Rose Hill, Rose Hill, yeah. Rose Hill, so oh, we've got a good week of weather again in Sydney. Oh, boys, it's beautiful out there. Whole so week of 20, 21 to 26, um, yeah. maybe a little bit of rain, but yeah, the track should be pretty good. Rose Hill played really well the other week. Yeah, Canterbury won't. It doesn't matter if it's 30 degrees all week or <laughs> pouring rain. It's still going to be inside, inside, inside. So I didn't think I didn't think it was too bad first up yes, the was. other day. Yes, it was. <laughs> Maybe I just had a win and I was happy with that. <laughs> it's all right when you're winning. Oh, dear. All right, very good. Uh, and Saturday we've got Gosford Cup race day at Randwick, so the merry-go-round oh, of uh, revolving names continues. So... I guess we'll. Uh, yeah, we'll join next Monday. What we really got is the bull. We got the bull this week. Oh yeah, the bulldozer. How much? What's the, what's the figure at? Uh, How much you got to play with, boys? It's it's a fair bit. I will just try and bring it up. I don't actually have a live tally myself, but um, <laughs> Scoot, I'm sure, is all over it. I think last look, it was roughly 150, um, Shit. with nearly 900 people involved. <laughs> And that's before we even get started. So uh, as, as of one hour ago, there's 158,000 with over 880 people. Um, so it's getting big. What, what's, what's the plan of attack going to be? Have the lot on the favourite the maiden hurdle and take it from there? Or? Oh, I think we have to probably try and bet something for a million if, if we're allowed to, surely. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what's going to happen. If we get cut off after race four or something like that, then it probably serves us right and we're going too well. But having said that, Tuesday <laughs> is the, the Tuesday meeting at Hawkesbury uh, complimenting Warnable Jumps Only Day. It looks like yeah. uh, one for the real true believers that to start oh, off, uh, a two-day punting carnival. But look, nonetheless, there'll be plenty of racing to get through and I guess we'll, uh, we'll probably talk about, uh, talk about it a little bit next Monday. Yeah, and, and just quickly, so there's going to be like a live stream. Are you going to be in your bachelor pad, just like you know, whooping it up with, with you know, with goats and you know, fun times, no, you know, you, canapes and <laughs> you'll get to see me in my uh, my live punting environment, which usually involves me sitting on the floor, uh, <laughs> not doing a thing, and occasionally yelling at the TV. So I'm I'm a very very quiet, laid back punter for the most part, but. Um, yeah. I'm guessing with your physio background in the squat, sort of a squat position, Pete, like like haunched down, like an Indian man eating his his, his dinner. No, <laughs> just not, for your lower back. Not not quite. It's more probably looking like some sort of uh, giant lizard, just like half draped across the end of a couch. But you'll you'll see a little bit tomorrow, Rob. You'll you have to wait and see. Okay. But yes, the uh, the link will be sent out to all subscribers. Um, it'll be on YouTube, it'll be live, it'll be unfiltered and hopefully we don't get ourselves into too much trouble. But we'll see, we'll wait <laughs> and uh, we'll deal with any legal ramifications next week. Um, until then, I hope you have a... Uh, enjoy the, the carnival over the next couple of days and we'll talk about that and Gosford Cup race day at Randwick next Monday. Thanks a lot, uh, Pete. Thanks a lot, Rob. Good luck this week, Pete. There's a a little bit of pressure on you, but I'm sure you're up to the task. No, just put it all on Pike in the last on Wednesday night, surely. <laughs> Don't think I've ever done oh. that, have I, Rob? 
Oh, no, you've, you've always been against Pikey. Like, but um, it's, I don't know. Has there ever been a bloke that you can't quite get when you're on him? Is, is it, when, you, when you're on him, he doesn't quite get there. And when you're not, he just gets you on the line. In run, betting on Perth. Anyway, till next week, boys. Good fun. Speak to you soon. All right. Thanks to you both. Yeah.